I am uh, I'm live on Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. I'm in a little early. This is like a little bonus street for you, uh, Comedy Schools Radio Network.com people, uh, people who would rather live. Uh, and uh, what I'm starting to find, we'll talk about this before we go live on uh, uh, the YouTube Comedy School channel and on Facebook Live at Tomisic, B-I-C-I-C-H. Uh, what I found is it, now there are a lot of people who uh, have discovered uh, uh, FaceTime or using, uh, mes- using a visual messenger so you can see who you're talking to. But uh, a lot of people still don't like using it. Some people prefer just to have uh, straight-up conversations. So um, uh, I find that kind of interesting. I, for instance, never liked using uh, FaceTime or uh, visual uh, uh, telephone calls ever, but have uh, quite embraced it right now. And we're going to embrace you in just a moment, too. And we're going to embrace right now, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com fans. Hey, exclusively for you, you want to start watching because late tonight we'll be putting up the lineup for this Sunday's coming show, the coming up show to Mother's Day special of... uh, uh, of uh, Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnier, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. It'll be a Mother's Day special, and we're going to be putting those links up and telling you who's on the show later on tonight. You're the first ones to know that. We will not announce it until the end of uh, the regular show on Facebook Live and YouTube. So you have got uh, a special uh, special treat there. All right, we're going live right now on YouTube. I'm watching the uh, I'm watching the circle go round and round. We go round and round in the circle game. And now I'm live. Hello to my YouTube followers. Okay. Uh, you know what's weird is uh, I know almost everyone who follows me on Facebook, but I don't know anyone who follows me on uh, YouTube. But we do have followers, and I do appreciate that so very much. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your pals, tell a stranger, shout it from the rooftops that there's something to watch every day at 2 p.m. a Mountain Standard Time, whatever time that is where you are called Living on a Thin Line, your daily diversion from all the hoo-ha going on on planet Earth at the moment. So right now, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we are going live on Facebook Live. And, uh, well, look at it. Uh, Facebook Live just froze. It completely froze. It says I'm live, but it's like dead frozen. That's kind of weird. Uh, continue. But why do I just have my face? I'm going to finish this. That didn't work out right. So uh, that it just was showing. Uh, there we, We're going to do this all over again. We're going to delete that one. There we go. And we're going to go brand new. <laughs> oh, the things we do for love. Uh, we're coming up now. Live video. See if we run into another freezing issue. Or no, and we're not. We are not frozen. We are live. We are live. I'm just making sure that there's a voice sync on a couple of the recordings. If you go back and scroll through my Facebook page where we've kept up every one of the shows we've done going on 50 shows now, uh, there's, uh, there's somewhere has got like with the face and somewhere really the, the voice and the, and the picture don't match. It's a little bit off like an old dubbed Japanese science fiction film. Anyway, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, 2 p.m. Monday afternoon. I hope you're doing well. I truly, truly do. You know what? And uh, uh, yes, you know, a lot of things could happen, but 50% of doing well is just going, damn it, I'm going to do well today. Um, I woke up with a little bit of the creepy crawlies in my head and uh, uh, pulled myself out of that. And then moving forward in the day, um, I will tell you this. uh, I'll let you in on a little something. Uh, Shirley and I went and got antibodies test today. Um, 
We came back negative. Yes, I know everybody kind of hopes, what everybody hopes, hello, Tina and Michael Lawson, uh, what everybody kind of hopes when they take an antibody test is that they'll test positive, meaning I've had it and it didn't affect me. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, I was kind of hoping that as well. But um, at least it's information. We now have information and we'll be moving forward with other tests real soon, following the news and cutting through all the uh, jibber-jabber jibber -jabber and clitter-clutter in the news right now, what I'm seeing is they now have an antibody test that is 98.9% effective. Sometimes there's problems with the antibody test. You can check that out for yourself. Uh, that the uh, Remzivador, I think I pronounced that, is now being rolled out uh, as much as possible. It does cut recovery time by uh, a number of days, and that's important because uh, the sooner that you recover, uh, the sooner you decrease the chances of it becoming even more serious than it could possibly be. So advances are being made. That's not going to stop Shirley and I from doing all the things that we've done that allowed us to get to the point today where we find out that we haven't had it. And uh, I was talking to uh, Cheryl uh, about this on the way in that at the end of February, I went to Los Angeles just when a lot of people were starting to become aware but not really grasping and uh, I must have washed my, I, that's when I washed my hands so many times and wasn't drying them correctly. I totally chapped and cracked my hands. I was washing my hands when I stopped at a gas station in the water that you use to uh, clean your windshield. I was wrapping, um, uh, I was wrapping uh, plastic bags around the pump handle. So uh, at the end of February, I was really uh, 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 aware that something was going to be going on. And uh, Shirley and I have continued to be uh, very vigilant about this uh, throughout. And we will continue to be vigilant about it. We have to live our lives. Uh, I'll be frank with you, in order to get the antibody test today, we had to drive to another town. And uh, also I had to buy a garbage disposal because my garbage disposal was leaking. And uh, uh, it felt kind of good to get out for a drive, okay, of some distance, and then to uh, go to a hardware store. But I was masked up the whole time, gloved up the whole time. As soon as I got home, everything that I had went in our little, uh, 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 whatever you want to call it, uh, uh, a cleaning area. All the, all the hats and gloves and stuff all went in there, and hands got washed thoroughly. So, um, yeah, so we did get out for a little bit today. But now we're back, and we're here with you on Monday. I want to tell you, any of you who joined us last night for Tony Visick Presents Sunday Night's Funnier, we want to thank you. We had a fantastic time. It was a great lineup. We're learning new stuff all the time about how to be able to bring you unique live entertainment. Uh, this was something unique we tried to do. And, uh, you know, at first we went an hour and then we went 10 minutes. And then we settled on a half hour and we've got a format to the show. I'm, I'm not following it at the moment. But uh, we have a format to the show. So uh, uh, this is uh, something unique that we're doing. Um, the other thing that we're... Uh, uh, the other thing that we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, is we are doing our Sunday night shows now, stand-up comedy shows. And what's interesting about them, I'll tell you what's going on, is we produce them. Shirley and I produce them. The comics are not in the same building with us. Uh, one was, uh, almost all of them were in their homes, two in Phoenix, and then one in New York City, and then one, Bob Rocky, went down and broadcast outdoors from the Tempe Center for the Arts which is a fantastic idea. We did have some sound issues with him, but visually it was great. So what we're adding now to make the Sunday night's funnier shows better for you is I will start doing tech rehearsals on Saturdays with all the comics so we make sure we don't have 
sound and visual glitches. But it was a great show, and I want to thank Jim Perry. I want to thank Kev the All-Star. I want to thank Bob Rocky. I want to thank from New York Robert Morgan for participating, raised a little money for food banks, and we made a couple of bucks for the comics as well. So thank you for uh, if you joined us. If not, watch. Watch, because right here uh, on this very page, and then if we have your email in an email blast, you're going to find out who the lineup is for this Sunday for the uh, Mother's Day special. Okay, this Sunday is Mother's Day, I do believe. It's going to be the Mother's Day special, 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And be uh, Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnier. And uh, uh, it's a unique show made especially for you. Okay, let's get to it. What do we do on this show? We do a couple of things. Uh, we'll talk to you anytime that you have a question or a comment. Uh, we will certainly uh, answer that uh, to the best of our ability. Uh, we don't do a lot of news or news opinion here. Here's what I've kind of noticed. Now, I used to be a drinker. I used to drink, and I used to love to sit in bars all day and drink. All day, all night. I could sit on, I could plant on a bar stool like nobody and just knock them back from early evening till closing time or from morning till afternoon. And I loved corner bars. I loved regular bars. And in every bar, in every bar that you hung out in on a regular basis, whether it was a corner bar in St. Louis, Missouri, or it was a, a, a chili joint in West Hollywood, there was always one loudmouth drunk, one loudmouth drunk per bar who was a know-it-all, who just jabbered on and wouldn't shut up. And oftentimes, when that guy walked into the bar, you kind of uh, finished your drink, paid your tab, split, and went down to another bar where it was going to be quiet again. Somehow, ladies and gentlemen, the corner bar loudmouth has migrated to Facebook. I've never seen so many uninformed, and we all know this, uninformed, misinformed opinions. Um, uh, you know, I succumb sometimes to get into back and forth with people. Uh, threats, you know, uh, uh, emasculating uh, conversations. It's just a little sad, and I'm not engaging in any of that on this show. On this show, it's a diversion. We're here to have fun. If you want to ask us something, uh, we will certainly answer it. If it's within our power, we will do that. But uh, I'm not going to take this show and go, well, I'm, you know, the problem is talk radio has been a huge problem for years because you've got a bunch of guys who wanted to be in the radio business. And at the time, a lot of them being in the radio business meant being a rock and roll DJ. And as they got older, they migrated over to talk radio and they act like they know what the fuck they're talking about, and they don't any more than anybody else. Scott Gleason says, we have a word in politics for those people, and Scott Gleason says, Americans. Okay, all right. <laughs> but I realize that uh, I have opinions, I have ideas, I have ways that I'm governing my life, uh, and that's not what I'm doing on this show, is to try to make you feel bad or force my opinion on you. Anybody who knows me knows my politics, knows how I feel about X amount of senators and X amount of uh, uh, congressmen and X amount of presidents, you already know. Uh, and I'll be glad to talk to you about it, but not on this show. On this show, we're having fun. It is your daily diversion. So what I do is I show you a little piece of memorabilia or a knickknack or a, something I have autographed right from here in my very own office, and we talk about it. So here's something cool I've had forever. I think it's cool. Now you're going to look at it and go, what the hell is that? So can you see that? Yes. And you see it on YouTube. Of course, you don't see it on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com because uh, you can't see. All right, so what are we looking at? Here's what we're looking at. Here's what's cool. 
This is a copy of the Boston Evening Transcript last edition, I mean last edition of the day. The Boston, Boston Evening Transcript was established in 1830, and this is from Thursday, January 12th, 1899. This is a major newspaper from a major American city that was published January 12th, 1899. Why did I buy it? I don't know. I have no idea why I bought it. But I bought it at an antique, I tell you where I bought it, I bought it at an antique store in Ventura, California, way back in like 2003. I just thought it'd be cool to have. For years, it kind of worked as a, because it's, it's covered in plastic, you can see that. Uh, it kind of worked as almost like a, uh, not a placemat, but a, uh, something I put my computer on top of, like a, like a desk mat. So um, the main thing, you notice that they didn't really do blazing headlines. Okay, so we know that this wasn't like a pot boiler uh, type newspaper. Uh, the main thing going on at the time was um, the United States in a war in the Philippines. So I'll just read you a couple of headlines from January 12, 1899. Manila quieting down. Conditions there seem greatly improved. Otis Cable's gratifying news to Washington. Natives return and citizens feel secure. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Foraker not authorized. He did not represent the administration. So somebody who was going on saying that they represented the administration at the time uh, was not. And here's this evening's news. Uh, let's see. Boston Park Commission opens bids for building a wall at Franklin Park. Uh, Mr. Dingley passes the crisis. Uh, warrants issue, issued to the Boston police charging Dr. Edgar Strayer. And William Jennings with larceny of surgical instruments. Larceny of surgical instruments. I don't even know what that means. Uh, a man supposed to be H.B. Fuller of Sanford, Maine, committed suicide by inhaling gas in the four room at 29 Pinkery Street. So there's a word you don't hear anymore. Four room. Four room. Uh, opening session of the 51st Convention of the Feta Delta Chi Fraternity at Young's Hotel. So that's some of the things that were being covered in 1899. So the big news seemed to be that we were, uh, that we were uh, in, at war in the Philippines and uh, we were beginning to win. Um, didn't General Flynn was serving back then? Yes, Scott Gleason, baby. Scott Gleason also says, congressional terms should be assigned like jury duty. You know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. All of a sudden you get a summons going, uh, you are to report to Washington, D.C., to the House of Representatives. Uh, you have been, uh, uh, you are demanded to show up to be a member of Congress. You know, one of the problems, I think, politically for uh, both political parties, but uh, uh, particularly one, is that oftentimes they're picking people that uh, they think and win that they can run. That, and not only can they run, you know, for office, but once they get in office that they can run them. Um, uh, Scott Gleason's LOL four room, a room you can roll back when company comes over. Is that what it was, Scott? Or are you joking around? Okay. So uh, anyway, I have a newspaper from 1899. And you just know, without a doubt, that 100 years from now, well, they won't, the newspaper is kind of hard to come by, but there will be printouts of the news of the day today. 
that some uh, young gun, although I'm not a young gun, nor do I, nor am I a gun, uh, will be talking about this time in American history, this time in world history, and talking about what it must have been like to live through it, which we're all doing, which we're all doing. So anyway, uh, that's a little knickknack that I got to show you today. Uh, you know what else? And I got to bring this up. This is so important. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scott Gleason says, I have no idea. I'm just uh, yelling from the nosebleeds for room for skins. Ah, ah, good, Scott. You got a little dick joke in there. That's good. It was funny. It was very funny. Here's the other thing that we're doing, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it looks like it's going to take a little while to pick these final four. We're into the final four. Final four of what? Final four of the coolest people who have ever lived, period. Okay? The coolest people ever. Now, here's who's on the list so far. We talked about this yesterday. We have not added anybody in a few days. Uh, Miles Davis, probably the coolest man who ever lived. Second would be Keith Richards, super cool. James Dean, the epitome of film cool. Frank Sinatra, the epitome of tough guy cool. Steve McQueen, and just cool. And Prince. Those are the six people that we have on our list of the six coolest people who ever who have uh, ever lived. Now, here's who's on the maybe list. And I'm going to move one of these people over to the cool list today. Once again, cool list is already established with six. Miles Davis, Keith Richards, James Dean, Frank Sinatra, Steve McQueen, and Prince. Here's our maybe list. Dean Martin, Sean Connery, Charles Bronson, Billie Holiday, Muhammad Ali, Humphrey Bogart, Glenn Campbell, okay, Elvis, uh, my brother Jerry, me, uh, Buddy Rich, the great jazz drummer, Richard Pryor, and John Kennedy. That's who's on the maybe list of coolest people who ever lived. I'm moving one person from that list. You know, uh, the Lawsons put up John Wayne. Now, I stayed up last night and uh, McClintock was on. You want to talk about a politically incorrect movie, and it's based off of uh, Taming of the Shrew, a William Shakespeare play. It's one of the most politically incorrect movies ever made. There was no such thing as political correctness when it was made. Uh, it, it ends, of course, in a, uh, a, a husband chasing a wife all through town in a, a raucous comedic spanking. Um, you talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. This was Fifty Shades of John. I love John Wayne. John Wayne is one of my favorite actors of all time. I will sit around and watch John Wayne movies all day. John Wayne represented a lot of stuff, but I don't put him in a place of cool. I don't think John ever worked towards being cool. John worked towards being a guy who made westerns. You know, let's face it, with John Wayne, if, it wasn't, if he wasn't riding a horse or wearing an army helmet, uh, it kind of didn't work. kind of didn't work. But, man, no one rode a horse in front of a camera better than John Wayne. Fantastic. So I'll put him on the maybe list. Okay, and if we get like a lot of votes for him, but if you're gonna if you're gonna go on a list that has Miles Davis and Keith Richards on it, and we establish those guys as the epitome of cool, the Duke, the Duke might not be there. And you know what? I raised my daughter on John Wayne movies. I raised my daughter on John Wayne movies. Uh, she loves John Wayne movies. It's something that she and I have in common. So it's not that I don't like John Wayne. John Wayne movies. His politics weren't my politics, of course. As I told someone in Los Angeles one time, where they go, how can you like him? He was like, go, it's okay to like him now that he's dead. No, all I'm doing is liking his movies. I'm like the character that he portrayed, you know? I got a kick out of the guy. 
I got a kick out of seeing a video clip one time of John Wayne when he was in his 70s uh, speaking at Harvard and being kind of booed and yelled at, and he's just kind of taking it. He's just kind of taking it. And uh, uh, somebody stands up and goes, I got a question. They go, yeah, I go, is that, is that your real hair? And he kind of reaches up and touches toupee, and he goes, oh, it's real. He goes, oh, it's real. It's not mine, but it's real. So uh, he had a sense of humor. Uh, I think like a lot of people when he was younger, he got caught up in stuff that uh, later on in life he wished he wouldn't have politically. I think a lot of us uh, will find ourselves uh, feeling that way as time goes by. So we're going to put John on the maybe list. He's going on it. He's there. I won't forget him. Here's who I'm moving over right now onto our cool list. Here's, here's, on, here's who's on the maybe list. Dean Martin, Sean Connery, Charles Bronson, Billy Holiday, Muhammad Ali, Humphrey Bogart, Glenn Campbell, Elvis, my brother Jerry, me, uh, Buddy Rich, Richard Pryor, and John Kennedy. I'm going to move Humphrey Bogart over onto the cool list. Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca created before James Dean created movie Star Cool, before James Dean created the iconic cool character Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca was the epitome of cool. Once again, the tough guy with a heart of gold. The guy who, uh, uh, much like the Knights of the Round Table, who does good for good's sake, even if it's not going to benefit him. By the way, that's the basis of almost, great, almost all great uh, private eye novels. They're all based on the Knights of the Round Table. Uh, guys who do the right thing no matter what. You know, and we, I guess we could use a few more of those today. So now we've got seven on our cool list. We've moved Humphrey Bogart over. Humphrey Bogart, Prince, Steve McQueen, Frank Sinatra, James Dean, Keith Richards, and Miles Davis. We got three more to go. They don't have to be on the maybe list. John Wayne wasn't on the maybe list. I'm putting them on because uh, my good friends, the Lawsons, uh, asked us to. So they're going to go in there. So uh, let's see. Uh, Scott Gleason says, I feel like Swayze deserves a mention. Uh, Patrick Swayze, he deserves a mention. You know, uh, I was so sad. That was a, a, I don't think there was anyone who, uh, during his time, that didn't like Patrick, Patrick Swayze from The Outsiders all the way up through, uh, what was that fist fight movie he did? The one about in the bar with Sam Elliott? Uh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Okay, which is a pretty lame film, but kind of fun. It's like a guilty pleasure of mine. But I mean, really guilty pleasure. Uh, it was a shame that his uh, life ended is. is Soon as it did, you know, uh, he was a, basically a dancer. And that's why, that's why he moved so well on the uh, screen, by the way. Because, uh, uh, let's see, speaking of Chuck Norris, add him. We're going to put Chuck Norris on a cool list? We'll put him on the maybe list. I'm not arguing with people today. All right. Then. Yeah, oh, hold on, hold on. Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson. So here's who's being added right now. And I don't have a pen, Cheryl, so if you can get these down, okay, uh, if you have a pen. These people are all going on the um, point break. Okay, yeah, 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 I get that. On the maybe list right now has gone John Wayne, Patrick Swayze, Chuck Norris. Uh, oh, oh, let's see, let's see. Uh, Tina wants to know why there's no women on the list. Um, nominate one, definitely. Please do. Uh, hold, uh, well, no, Billy Holiday's on the list. Billie Holiday, the great jazz singer, is on the list. So there is a woman on the list. Should there be more?
recommend we're recommending every day two artists uh, where we show you an album by them and then we recommend the artist uh this first one huge 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 simon and garfunkel there was a time there was a time throughout the 60s into the 70s when everybody knew i think the entire world knew the names simon and garfunkel and this is one of their big early records on columbia okay uh, and if you used to listen to Simon and Garfunkel and you stopped, go back and listen again. If you've never heard of Simon and Garfunkel or if it's your parents or grandparents' music, I get that. But uh, YouTube it and listen and uh, listen to the sounds of silence. Incredible, incredible piece of work. Uh, also on this album, Leaves at a Green Blessed, Kathy's song, Somewhere They Can't Find Me, Angie, uh, not the same as... Um, not the same as the Rolling Stones, Angie. On side two, there is an interesting song called Richard Corey. Now, Richard Corey was originally a poem by Edward Arlington Robinson, okay? And then they put it to music, and you uh, definitely want to listen to it. And the other big thing on here is I Am a Rock. The two big songs from this album, Sounds of Silence, are Sounds of Silence and I Am a Rock, uh, when you have a chance just to sit and listen. And that's one of... I don't want to say there's any benefits from right now, but there is a benefit. You probably have a little more time just to sit and listen. Instead of listening to the voices in your head, listen to Simon and Garfunkel. Real quick, how much time do I have, Cheryl? Am I running over? I'm over. Real quick, I got to wrap up. Guilty pleasure of mine. These guys became a punchline for years, and it's unfair, and it's wrong. Fog hat, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, 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 nah. Fog hat. Uh, Lonesome Dave Prevert was one of the best slide guitarists ever. You want to go back and listen to Slow Ride again on this album, Ride, 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 Feel So Bad, Long Way to Go, It's Too Late, What a Shame, Helping Hand, Road Fever, She's Gone and Couldn't Make Her Stay. I saw Foghead in concert three times. I know later on, as the years went by, they became a little bit of a joke, okay? They became uh, anachronistic, but at the time in the early 70s, once again, this was a band that introduced the young white kids so many so much great black blues music and rhythm and blues. And the cool thing about the album, take a look at that cover. Take a look at that cover. What is on there? So for a long time, I just looked at it and I went, oh, it's a rock and a roll. Rock and roll, ladies and gentlemen. That was their cute little thing that they did. Okay, uh, Rod Price was the slide guitarist. My brother Jerry corrected me, and he is correct, by the way. And uh, Jerry's usually, he's a little deeper into paint on some of the stuff than I actually am. Uh, I just like it and love it, and I thank you for that. Listen, I got to go, okay? Uh, we've done the half hour. I so enjoyed this half hour, so enjoyed interacting with each and every one of you. I'm back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, right here on Facebook Live, YouTube, uh, Comedy Schools channel, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. We're going to continue to compile our list of 10 coolest people ever. Remember that this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, coming up will be another installment of Tony Vizic Presents Seemed like I could get that word out. Sunday night's funnier. Tickets only be 10 bucks. It'll be our Mother's Day special. You want to watch this Facebook page for how to purchase tickets. Or, uh, or if I have you on Messenger, I'll annoy you uh, incessantly until you buy one. All right. That's our show for the t today. I hope the rest of your day goes wonderful. All right. I love you all. Stay blessed. Stay safe. All right. Wear a mask. Bye-bye. All right, you two friends. For the we'll see you, we'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Thanks for watching. We appreciate you so much.